Welcome to Podcasting for That Reasons, where ABC's brought us new drama. And we've got a whole lot of crazy analysis. Hey, everybody. Hi, welcome back to Podcasting for That Reasons. My name is Brendan, and as always, I'm joined by Erin Mardia. It's good to have you back. Hey, guys. So, Man, uh, unfortunately, we are pumped to talk to you guys about the craziness of this week. Literally, I was texting Brendan and saying, what the heck is happening? Mm-hmm. I caught it the day after on Hulu. God bless Hulu. Absolutely. And I'm trying to work from home, also work podcasting homework from home simultaneously. <laughs> Getting paid for one, not the other. Hey, everybody wants to <laughs> But um, yeah, in the middle of just answering some crazy emails, I'm also just catching Claire's, uh, Claire's uh, craziness. And man, man, oh, man, oh, man. Yes, well. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> well, before we get started, we want to apologize for last week. Uh, we did a banging episode. I was getting ready to edit it and put it up, and the SD card literally showed no information on it. So we did not have an episode for last week, so I apologize for that. I'm not really sure exactly what happened, but I will try not to let it happen again. Fingers crossed it doesn't happen. Um, so... Peace and peace for us. Thoughts and prayers as we go into this episode. Yes. (laughs) If you're hearing this now, we were successful. Yes. If If you are not hearing this episode, well, Well, I guess we'll try. Things went to hell again. (laughs) Uh, But so we are. uh, I mean, a lot happened, so we obviously can't do two weeks and one episode. But uh, quick, quick recap on your thoughts from last week, Ernie. Besides the fact that. Claire is awful at this. So last week, I, I'm I'm so here's where I'm at. Last week on the episode that you guys didn't didn't hear, the lost episode, as what we will refer to it now. R.I.P. Um, last week I was kind of I wasn't necessarily torn, but I was at a place where I was like, here's the deal. Claire believes in love at first sight. Claire wears her heart on her sleeve. Claire is just gonna do Claire. And so I was kind of learning to support the fact that she's a little left out of left field. She's exactly who I have experienced when I saw her on Paradise. Um, and like, I think I've only seen her on Paradise, actually. But, um, but I was learning to be supportive. I was like, hey, she is who she is. She wants to have fun. Okay, she believes in true love. Uh, quickly how quickly the tables turned like five minutes into this week. I was like, Nope, that's it. And so, and I know we, we touched base on what we, we did end up talk about the dodgeball game, the strip dodgeball game last week. That was like clearly not an off the cuff. Like it wasn't a surprise because strip was literally written on the wall, like on the logo, Mm -hmm. but they acted like it was like, Oh, like a suggestion, a random suggestion. Um, so that was that was the plan, but come on, ABC. Uh, and our pal Yosef was not here for it. And he thought it was derogatory. Way. Thought it was classless. Thought it was just demeaning. And every other, I, f- I swear, he read it thesaurus. <laughs> a, we'll get into that more because he shared his thoughts with Claire tonight. But B, he wasn't on the date. Right. That's what that's what was the funniest part about it. Did he not get a date then? I guess this week because he wasn't um, on. He was on the dodgeball date. He didn't get the one-on-one, and he was not on the love languages date. Oh, you're right. He wasn't. So I guess he just didn't. So I guess he wasn't. 
I th- I thought he was. Oh no, he was on he was on a date though because remember um remember he was in that group of guys that was like, "Hey, you're crazy." Oh, when he said you're crazy. I guess really show him because nobody liked him. Yeah, so he was there, but it was another group date. I guess it was the love language as well. It had to have been. That was the only other option. Yeah. Yeah. So he was there. Yeah. Okay. Just uh I don't know. Uh, yeah, being, the love being him. And then our thoughts quickly on the other two dates were good idea, poorly executed on the first one, and just uncomfortable for a first date on the second one. Both yes. dates were good ideas if they had been done correctly or at the right time. Here's the deal, though. I will say this week, last week, and this week, I've ended both episodes like just wanting to... Um, just start a movement called Justice for Bennett. Okay. I love Bennett, man. Like I, said, I love Bennett so much. I'm about to post to our Instagram stories on podcasting for the right reasons, guys. Um, it. But it's a picture of Bennett, and it has uh, he's putting on a face mask, and it says Bennett is my 2020 mood from now on. He does look like a serial killer, but this post will say Amen, Amen, because this is how I I feel about 2020. This is how much I love Bennett. Um, hopefully you guys share the love because this guy, if he doesn't get picked by someone, this bachelorette or the next bachelorette, well, clearly he's not going to get picked by this bachelorette. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I just need him in the bachelor life. <laughs> I did. I, I did listen to, to a podcast suggested that that suggested that she Bennett does give JPJ vibes for Tasha. Okay, legit though. I mean, like he is. He does give a little JPJ vibes for sure. Uh, He's up, just weird enough that Tasha might be like, "I like you." Upper Northeast, maybe he's definitely more mature than JPJ, which seemed to be the problem yeah. with John Paul Jones. So he's a slightly tweaked JPJ because yeah. JPJ was he was smart. He was like clearly he was super smart. You know, mm-hmm. he had a lot of heart. He was a really warm guy. Bennett seems really warm. Seems like he's a lot of heart. Um, seems like he knows who he is. And so, oh my gosh, if Tasha that would make me so happy. <laughs> Tasha that would make me so happy. I just okay. die. I just die. All right. We we have a aggressively long, it felt aggressively long episode to talk about because there's a lot of things that happened. Basically, oh this gosh. episode never stopped. Listen, from the get go, though. Yeah. From right out the gate. From the, from Yosef, the very first sit scene, down. from the first scene to the last seconds, mm-hmm. it just never ended. Okay, I'm I'm loving it though. Now it's kind of picking up, but at the same time, I am a little frustrated every time it ends. I'm like, come on, just get to it. Well, clearly, it all hits the fan next week. Mm-hmm. And we, it's not like we already don't know. They we don't. Her, it's not like we don't end. already know the rumors. We they, don't already they know at the end of this episode. Yeah. So, but oh my gosh, I'm so here for it. I feel like next week is gonna be my favorite episode. I'm really excited. I'll just begin our next episode just with screaming. Like, <laughs> I won't know what to do. I'm so excited. Uh, so excited. So we started this episode with. Uh, I'm just gonna breeze past the random guy saying random things that don't mean anything. <laughs> the, the, the the episode sits down starts with Yosef sitting down with Claire. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mentions how he said that they were there for her, but that she's there for them too. And he brings up that he could be with his daughter. And she said, I could, I understand my mom is dying. Mm. 
And he goes, and, let me finish. Right. I was like, what does Joseph say? Joseph politely smiles and said, let me finish. I was like, you see it, ask her, let me, I hope that you hear me out. He was like, I have a lot to say and there's just a lot that's been on my mind and I really want to share it with you. Um, so if you can just like, let me talk and then, you know, l- just let me get it out. And that sounded fine yeah. at first. That was fine. It wasn't bad. Because it was like, okay, like, like I'm going to hear him out. Um, but then it just shifted. Mm-hmm. It went from mature. It went from like a reasonable, reasonable things to be on his mind to, whoa, he lit her up. <laughs> yeah. And then, so then he goes into the dodgeball date, says he's appalled and that it's silly and degrading. And the guys are appeasing her and that he wouldn't be caught dead doing what they were doing. And she said, well, that's why you weren't on the date. Right, right. Her response is exactly true. You know, she probably thought about who she wanted on what date. Mm -hmm. She didn't just pick it a whim. So that makes sense. She probably, and she might have taken that into account to be like, he seems like more of a serious guy. Maybe he wouldn't have fun. So that's legit. That makes sense. But man... Like, for him, he was so angry about it, and he wasn't even there. But he just kept bringing up that she was the oldest bachelorette. She's the oldest bachelorette. He expected more. And that, but I that swear was he read, like, a thesaurus said. before he went into this. Like, just looking up words that he could just string together. He then he <laughs> he then said... This dude, you're so classless. This is degrading. Yeah. This, I'm appalled. Like... <laughs> Then he says he's ashamed to be associated with her. That line took me off guard because yeah. that's when it really escalated. When he was like, I'm ashamed to be associated with she you. Was crazy. I was like, wait, what? This is clearly no longer going to be a civil conversation. No. If someone goes into a conversation with me and is like, hey, listen, I got I got a few things I need to get off my chest. I just want to tell you, you really hurt my feelings. Or, you know, I can't believe that you did this. It really didn't seem like it was in your character. And then it escalated to, I'm ashamed to be associated with you. I'm like, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Claire, not to be outspeeched, goes straight back into her Juan Pablo days. Girl sure did. And she goes, I never thought I'd have to say this again, but I'd never want a man to, I would never want my children having a father like you. And then he goes, I wouldn't want my daughter to have a mother like you. How did you feel about her using that line again? Wasn't a fan. Nor was I. So much of this season so far has been, well, you saw me last time, right? Mm -hmm. You saw, how many times has she asked a guy, did you see the end of my season? Yeah. Like, I feel like she, I feel like she's really hanging on to this thing. Like she's hanging on to that that last scene that she feels like everybody knows her about, you know, mm-hmm. or the reason why everyone knows her. And like I said, personally, like I didn't watch Juan Pablo's season until the greatest, the the greatest of all time over the summer. Um, I knew what happened with his season, but I didn't really even pay attention to it because yeah, I only watched either. the after the final rose and paid more attention to that. that Juan Pablo wouldn't tell Nikki that he loves her. And it was awkward and hilarious. And I was like, why are they trying to force that dude to say I love you anyway? It's not right. real life. Right. <laughs> but so I never really even thought about Claire, you know. No, um, there was no I reason guess to. People really liked Claire because then she ended up being on 
um, the Bachelor in Paradise. She went to the island twice. Mm-hmm. I remember she was talking to a crab or something. Or, you know, of course, the, the producers edited that way, but they made it seem like she was weird anyway. You know, and she's yeah. this is who Claire. This is who Claire is. This yeah. is the Claire that I saw on the island. This uh, is who I thought the Bachelorette was going to be. Explosive. Yeah, but like unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she just. Oh gosh, but when she started that speech and when she was like, I never thought I would have to say this again, I was like, oh my gosh, you're just going to repeat your one claim to fame. Like, oh gosh, Claire. It was... You're better than that. I do think she's better than that, but she, I don't know. I think she could be better than that. Okay. I don't know if she is, but I know she could be. Yeah, she could be better than that. So I'll rephrase that so or I'll add a word into it. That's where it gets, that's basically where it ends. And then Dale starts heading to the car. They're both screaming at each other as he walks away. Uh, the guy. He was like, you're almost 40, Claire. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, we, I said this in the last episode last week, but Yosef is a bad messenger of real facts. Like, you, there, there, I did have a higher expectation of Claire because of her age and her implied maturity. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely parts of this season so far. I'm just like, Hannah would have handled that better. I feel like that, that was well said implied maturity. Well, because that's what but matur- at the same time, maturity doesn't necessarily have much to do with age because you can still be mature emotional. Uh, you can be immature emotionally and be old AF. <laughs> and I think that's what we're going to see starting either next week or in two weeks when we have a mature, mm-hmm. composed woman mm-hmm. instead yeah. of this crazy, explosive person. Because Tasha yeah. will be the exact opposite of Claire in a lot of ways where she's not going to overshare. She's not going to explode and she's going to think about what she says before she says it. We saw that on the, yeah. we saw that on the beach, and we saw that in Colton's season. She is composed, and she thinks before she speaks. And I don't think that she is going to try to repeat some history. Because she, you doesn't, know. Have, she doesn't have something to, like, Claire had a moment. Yeah, yeah. Tasha's uh, appeal comes from a body of work mm-hmm. in terms of she's just was really well-liked. Yeah, Claire yeah. didn't really have anything until that moment. Like, I, I just think that, yeah, so when he is yelling about how I expected more from the oldest bachelorette and yada, 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 like, that is offensive, though. Mm-hmm. Don't no, age no, shame someone by yelling, no, like, you're worst. almost 40, like, you know, or don't don't tell somebody, like, we get it. You thought that her choice was classless, but he doesn't necessarily have to demean her as a human being. He got real personal. Uh but I think what happened was he realized he was leaving by choice or by force. Mm-hmm. And he decided to, okay, well, I'm going to make my own moment and rip her apart. And then that will allow me to have some memory here. And that, I just don't feel like he needed to do that, though. Like, it was weird the way that it switched because he came up at first level-headed. Like, he was like, I'm going to tell her the truth of what I think. Were the guys pleased about that? No. The guys were like, uh, maybe not, dude. Well, and Maybe I, 
maybe not, maybe not do that. You What's know? funny about that is that normally in that situation, the guys would be like, yeah, go tell her mm-hmm. how you feel because he knows how poorly they know how poorly it's going to go. But even they thought it was too much. Right. Because he was just saying too many like personal things and he wasn't even on the date. So it's weird, like for someone who wasn't on the date to be so angry, yeah. as angry as he was. Um, but it, the shift, though, really came when he said that I'm I'm ashamed to be associated with you. Yeah, that's when it that's when it shifted to like mm-hmm. it's no longer here's the reason I'm upset with you. It's like here's the reason I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, it just it just hit the ground really poorly, and then he explodes, and she explodes, and he starts walking to the car, screaming at her. The guys are like confused on what's happening. Yeah, D- Dale telling him to shut up or like lay off. Like, bro, right. come on. They're focused on him. Dale uh, appears as if he teleported to her. And okay. he is immediately there to be to care for her. And I heard was this on the bio files where it was talking where they were talking about how that's usually Chris Harrison's job. Chris Harrison is the one who shows up and is like, "Hey, are you okay?" Yeah. You know. But Dale shows up out of nowhere with his shining bright teeth and smile, and is like, "Claire, oh," <laughs> and giving her a hug after she like yells to the guys when they're like walking with her down that like sidewalk. And she says, you know, like, she's the oldest bachelorette who's single because she didn't settle for men like that. <laughs> you can't I was like, see okay. this, but I'm rolling And I eyes. wish that I liked her more because I'd be here for lines like that. I'd be like, yeah, don't settle, you know? But, like, when she, I feel like she's just always, always trying to remind us of how strong she is. Well, always then, reminding us of this. And, like, I'm going to do it again because I just did it a few minutes ago. But Hannah, she had moments where she was strong and she was powerful. And mm-hmm. when she moved the when she moved the podium around Luke, great memorable Man, moment. That podium strong. move was great. <laughs> and the argument with Luke, she was strong. But then she was also moments where she backed off and yeah. she let things happen. Claire didn't. She yeah. either had to be the center of it or it didn't happen. Claire is such, Claire's an anomaly to me. I just don't, I just don't get it. And what I do get, I'm like, I'm, I'm turning, I'm turning against it. Yeah. <laughs> and just not, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Yosef pieces out, goes down in a blaze of glory, question mark. I don't know what his, that his, was. His glory. I, I just, you know, deuces, Yosef. And I'd be surprised. I know that they, have already said that he's probably not going to be a part of the franchise. Nobody's going to remember that. You know, nobody's going to remember him. There's, like, did he just try to make way, a name for himself? I don't know. With the way things happened with, uh, with the way things are going to happen in terms of people they'll have to pull from before the next paradise, they won't mm-hmm. need him. No, no. There was, there's good guys on this season. And if they do, if they do it how they normally do it next fall or next summer, They'll have another group of bachelorette guys to pull from. Yeah. So there's going to be no there's going to be no bottom feeders next Bachelor in Paradise. It's no. all going to be heavy hitters, which will be a lot of fun. Gosh, if a lady does not pick Bennett, he's going to be on that island, though. <laughs> oh yeah. I just is. I'm so obsessed with Bennett. Like I just <laughs> you guys have no idea how much I just 
love Bennett and it's not even like an obsessive crush. It's just like the need for like Bennett's the kind of guy that if I wasn't dating, I'd still want him to be my friend. Just so I could be like, look at my freaking friend, Bennett. <laughs> look at all of his shoes. Look at somebody date him. If I'm not dating him, I'd, I'd constantly be telling my girlfriends, you need to meet Bennett. <laughs> He's so great. <laughs> He's so just, just look at him. Uh, just look at him. And it's not even like showcasing him. It's just showcasing <laughs> just his essence. Yeah. I love Bennett vibes. I love the vibe of Bennett overall. Uh, so we get into Dalen, Dalen, Claire talk for a little bit. Uh, she said, he said, they're all appeasing me. And he said, we're not here to appease you. We're here to please you. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know if you ever use this term in your life, but dude's a simp. He's what? A simp. Have you ever heard that term? No. A simp is a, it's a, it's a new, it's a young person term for someone who's obsessed over something or somebody. Wait, okay. Is this the meme? Like guys, okay. I'm a millennial. I swear. I'm 33 years old, but like these things that like people say like 23 and below now, I'm like, hang on, let me, let me decipher this. It's basically somebody who's obsessed with a girl is a simp. I have not, I've never heard this. It's, yeah, it's it's a big thing with like young people and like TikTok and stuff. Is this a meme? Is it that weird meme? I don't think it's. I think it may start out as a meme, but it's become a, it's become part of the vocabulary. Oh my gosh! There's so much to learn. Is this how the baby boomers felt? <laughs> Probably. When you when you got on your newfangled computers. Oh my gosh! Okay, wait. I'm gonna Google this. How do you spell it? What do you, what do you say? S I M P. So, but he, he's hardcore simping this entire episode and specifically in this three minute conversation that they show. Huh? I'm so mesmerized by this term. Okay, well, you, 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 I'll keep talking about her conversation with Chris and you get into the definition of simping. Okay. How do you even spell it? S I M P. It's like, I legit thought I was wrong by just typing that in. <laughs> it's like you're spelling simple without the L E. Oh my gosh, that's all it is. <laughs> I cannot handle this. I cannot freaking handle this. And now I will be saying it every day. <laughs> Once you figure out what it means, you'll be you'll be in a loop. I'd be like, you're such a simp. You're such a simp. Side note, I lead the um I co-lead the young professionals and early career group at work. I'm totally gonna go into our next meeting and be like, guys. Um, don't be a simp. They're going to be like, don't be a grandma. <laughs> so according to Urban Dictionary, a simp is someone who does way too much for the person they like. Oh my gosh. I've experienced that. A simp is a know. word everyone overuses without correct definition. It means a guy that is overly desperate for women, especially if she, especially if she's a bad person or has expressed her disinterest in him. I don't think that part's true. Ooh, simp. You know who was a simp? Um, the dude in Saving Silverman. You ever seen that movie? No. <laughs> Judas sucked, and Darren or whatever his name was, he was a simp. There you go. All right, All use right. it. Now, now use my context simples. clues. If you guys yell out there that have seen Saving Silverman, you know what's up. You're probably like, look at her. She put two and two together. Use her context clues and and appropriately used that word. I'm so proud of myself okay, right well, now. Dale's a simp. <laughs> 
Gosh, so yeah, when he said, we're here to please you, or I'm here to please you, or whatever he said, I instantly, when a dude says something like that, his points go down with me. When I heard that, I was like, shut up. <laughs> if I had been the bachelorette, I literally be like, Ooh, okay, all right, well, let's get back to the cocktail party. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we cut to inside the lobby of the La Quinta Inn and Suites, or La Quinta, La Quinta Inn and Spa. So, and then we have two what appears to be folding chairs mm-hmm. that Claire and Chris are sitting on having a conversation. And he asks, "What do you want to do?" And basically, she decides, "I don't want to. I don't want to have a cocktail party. I just want to give out roses and go home." Which, when I'm watching, I'm just like, "Of course! Like, there's no, because there's no reason for you to have a cocktail party. All I you're, guess all you're, all you're but- doing is choosing." who to get rid of tonight that gets you closer to the last person. I like, I was okay with not, not cocktail party then, but I still thought it was weird because I'm like, every time something, every time something happens, Claire's like, well, I don't want to do the cocktail party. Or like, she like takes something away. Because she doesn't and need I'm it. like, Hannah needed it. Peter needed it. Colton mm-hmm. may have needed it. Depends on what you how you feel about his comments about Cassie. Ben needed it. Nick needed it. Like these people needed it, and he, she mm-hmm. doesn't need it at all. If she could have sent thirty people home night one, then she would have. That's what's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Like I, oh my gosh. If she had done, if we had learned what we learned, and we had done a full season, the entire season would have been a charade. Yeah. That's all of true. this, all of this would have been a, an entire charade. That's very true. Yeah, we so, would have been duped. Uh, we go into the, we go into. The, she comes in and tells the guys that there's going to be no cocktail party. They don't blame her; they blame Yosef. And then we go into the rose ceremony. Which the first rose ceremony I didn't care about. Nope. I literally was like, okay, whoever goes home uh, goes home. Cool. Quick question: Did you notice what Dale was wearing? What Dale was wearing? Yes. Uh, no. I, didn't he have a black suit on? Uh, sort of. He had a black suit top over a white undershirt and a chain. Oh, okay, okay. It's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back. Every, it's all coming back to me now. Every time we see Dale on our screen, he's wearing something stupid. Okay. Now, I'm so glad that you pointed this out because I did notice the chain the blazer and the, oh my gosh, he looked like a dude. He looked like a dude from like 1989. He looked like he belonged in Miami Vice. I did not like that chain. Mm-hmm. When I saw that chain, I was like, oh my gosh. Heads up, like if, and and I'm, you know, maybe he's not, but like if my, if my future dude is listening to this podcast now, right now, don't ever wear a chain. Don't. <laughs> I'm not here for it. And I don't like it. Well, we're talking about Dale's fashion. His outfit on the group date implied that the only thing he knew about Los Angeles was Charlie Sheen from Two and a Half Men. Ha! Okay, that's that's a really good point. Short sleeve, vertical striped polo. Sorry, like a semi looking like bowling bowling shirt or something. Yeah, bowling shirt. Yeah, and khakis. Oh gosh, deal. But we'll. So we have roses for uh, Dale, Zach C, Damar, 
Brendan, Jordan, Joe, Jay, Bennett. Easy. Yeah, Bennett. Ben, Ed, Ivan, Kenny, and then Zach J. Uh, sending a few people home. I, the only one I recognized was Garen. I don't know. And then including Brandon, who she sent home, and Yosef, who just left. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I forgot that they were part of that crew. Because so, this okay. week is, because that week lasted forever. Did a dude named Ed get a rose? Did he yeah, get the Ed rose? Got a, Ed got a rose. Okay, because Lauren Zima made a really good point this week on Roses and Rosé. She was like, who's that? I don't even know who that is. The only thing that he's brought so far is that he's read two group date roses. Group, yeah, group date when cards. he read the group date card and like they were like, <laughs> Ed, like the most lackluster reading of a group date card ever. It was it was bad. It was so bad. Oh gosh, Ed, he's going nowhere. <laughs> so terrible. But uh, yeah, we we just kind of that rose ceremony didn't mean anything because once again, all of this is still a charade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all we, of this is lies. All of this is lies. We get to the next day. Dale, Kenny, and Jordan are hanging out in the pool because apparently during the day in Palm Springs, that's the only thing you can enjoy. One hundred percent. Which, if it's like 110, I'd be like, I will catch you on the next season of The Bachelorette. Where I don't have to be in Palm Springs in July. Jeez. Ugh, gosh. I, I would have no interest. None whatsoever. I love the fact that they have their own chateaus, though. That, that is nice. Yeah. Um, They're talking, and then they'll get super defensive about what Yosef said and then the choice to end the cocktail party. I just, I can't with him. He's super day. protective because he has sisters. Oh my gosh. Siri just thought I was talking to her and now she's listening to every word I'm saying. Stop That's it, creepy. Uh, we did. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's super protective of her, of her because he has sisters and he, uh, you know, he just really cares for Claire. Yeah, okay. Nah, okay. whatever. Sure. Uh, we get a date card for Jason, Jay, Easy, Blake, Ed, Riley, Dale, and Jason. Okay. Uh, the date that doesn't happen. Basically. Oh my gosh. This group date, this non-existent group date but, was the most ridiculous thing. And I thought something was interesting that I heard made a good point on the Bachelor, the bachelor Party with Julia mm-hmm. Littman. She talks about how Dion, so Diana shows up and she talks to Claire in her room. Clearly Diana was there for a date because yes. you don't do all that work just to talk to Claire. Cause you can FaceTime her if you want to do that. And I didn't also, even think about that actually. And also she's, and then Claire said, when you meet the guys, look out for Dale. Yeah. So Deanna she's, was there. Yeah. She was like, look out for Dale. She was this there to Dale. host a date. Oh my gosh, how mad do you think that Deanna was? <laughs> oh, I would have been mad. I'm just like, so I just talked to her and then that was it that was shown to me? I just broke quarantine. I just had to get like nine COVID tests to make sure that I was healthy. No. To sit here on a couch and smell some dude's pants. So what did you think of that conversation? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. So... I thought one, I was glad to see Deanna show up. Um, I, I liked thought her. the was selection was interesting though, because I really feel like they're like, Deanna was the bachelorette like 85 years ago. 
And Claire is almost 85 years old. So <laughs> we're going to like put these two together. Because um, even Deanna is like, yeah, I was a bachelor like 13 years ago. Or yeah, I, was like, you know? I did this in my prime. You're doing it now, but that's okay. That was the implication. And like, she's probably still like younger than her or like the same age or something. I don't know. No knocks against Claire's age though. Like, I'm just joking. But so one though, I was glad to see her because I did... I, I think the greatest seasons of all time really did revitalize and remind people of the bachelorettes of the past mm-hmm. that we haven't really seen a lot. And the reason why the franchise has been so successful and people really liked Deanna. And part so, of it was the fact that she was a bachelorette 13 years ago. There's just nothing that's been gone for 13 years has that kind of staying power, which is not surprising. Right. right. And so, so I was glad to see Deanna. Um, when she sat down and she is just giving Claire some advice and everything and Claire just dives in and starts talking about Dale, you know, and Deanna, and I didn't even notice this until you said that, that clearly she was there for a date because she was supposed to look out for him. Mm -hmm. So, um, when the conversation switched to Dale's pants and smelling Dale's pants. And talking about the feelings that she has for him, which, like I said, I believe in true love. I believe that when you know, you know. And I thought that Deanna's advice was good advice. You know, she didn't seem crazy. She was just like, here, here's some advice I knew with my husband. This, it just clicks and you don't feel it until, you know, you, you know, when you know, you know. But so I think the implied advice was do the freaking show. Right. Like, Deanna never alluded to, maybe you should quit. Or, like, maybe, wow, you know? Like, Deanna was pretty sane about it. Claire was just so laser-focused, tunnel vision on Dale that the entire conversation is about Dale. These dudes are sitting in the living room waiting to be, like, at least taken to another end of the resort. (laughs) And Claire is just going on and on about Dale, like, I just, I don't know. And I, I forgot who it was, but somebody made a good point. They were like, I find it hard to believe that nobody popped in to tell the guys like, hey, this date actually might not happen. Like right. they just sat there till dark until Claire was like, so. hey, so it's not going to happen. Like, I just thought this conversation was the beginning of a new level of disrespect that we saw all throughout the show. This episode they ramped up the bad editing of Claire. And I'm part of a Facebook group of people who watch the show. And someone commented and was like, asking about her bad edit. I'm just like, Uh yeah, I mean, clearly she has a bad edit. But the thing about bad edits is that I couldn't tell any Frankenbiting. No, because all of the things that she said, she actually said. That's the thing. You you can get a bad edit, but for you to get a bad edit, you have to say and do those things. Yeah. And so she actually said and did those things. She actually, like, raved around his pants. Mm -hmm. She actually talked all about him. At one point in the episode, she's like, Claire plus Dale, Dale plus Claire, you know, and that's all. And that was before, right before Deanna came in. And she's like, looks like she's journaling something so you know, world changing. And, you know, maybe it wasn't that she was writing like hearts and Dale plus Claire, but like, gosh, though, this girl, I don't think I've ever seen a bachelorette handle 
it like this and so blatantly just be like like I don't know it's I don't want to say immature because I know what I what I'm like when I like a boy <laughs> you know but like it's not I don't know and, and if they were to try to do this season legit how much would they actually have to air of what she says Mm-hmm. Because how much of what she says is exclusively about Dale? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, could they have edited a real season? Yeah, because it's like before in the first two episodes, she at least was talking about the other guys. Mm-hmm. Like she was at least like with her date with Jason, um, her super therapeutic date with Jason, which I loved. Um, it seemed like she was she was there with him, you know, Um yeah. When she was like talking to the guys, it seemed like she, yes, she was distracted by Dale, but she was still present. Yes. This episode she was, was like she was the beginning of like, screw everybody else. I don't really care. And the fact that she sat there with Deanna and just talked and talked and talked about Dale and no one was like, hey, okay, let's go. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know who's ruder. I, I, like Claire's definitely rude. Were they just like giving her free range to be rude? And they're like, we'll just let the guys sit there for a couple of hours. I oh. can't imagine what that must've felt like though. Yeah. Because the guys, you can't do anything. You can't right. go get in the pool because you're going to get pulled for a date any minute. Mm-hmm. So then she eventually comes in and says that they've scratched the day portion of the date for a longer cocktail party. And, Everyone but Dale is frustrated because once again, things are being limited mm-hmm. and they go ahead and start the, uh, quote unquote date. And then Dale's like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm just trying to be a good guy and keep things fair for everybody and keep everybody informed. Do you mind if I pull her aside first, even if it's for like five minutes? That was the most awkward wannabe pep talk speech ever. Like, when that happened, like, you could just feel everyone being like, what? Like, we already got screwed out of, of, like, a fun date, you know? And now this dude but is, like, going to give us, like, this band of brothers talk. Yeah, I mean, like, and the guys weren't, like, excited about it. But they're like, okay, I mean, everyone's going to get time. So you might as well, I mean, just might as well go first. Mm -hmm. One would think that that's how it would be. That's true. They go into her room and they oh proceed to aggressively make out on her bed for, based on who you ask, 45 minutes to an hour that they're gone. And so also, here's the thing. Like, I, I was trying to look at this and think, like, because remember how Caitlin, Caitlin Bristow, with her hookup with Nick, you know, everybody really, for lack of a better word, like slut shamed her yes. for hooking up with him. The thing with Caitlyn, though, is that Caitlyn had a date, a one-on-one with Nick. It was just them. Yes. She didn't have a bunch of dudes sitting in the other room just waiting to have time with her. Like, Claire boldly was just like, yeah, I'm just going to make out with Dale now. Like, I don't care that I cut this date short, didn't spend time with anyone else, and now I'm just going to, like, make out with Dale right now. Yeah. And I don't care how long it takes. They they clearly were just going to go ho- for however long they wanted to because Easy comes over. We we cut back. Oh my god! Uh, cut back to the main room. Zach J gets a one on one date card, which I feel bad for him. That went horribly. But Ooh. we cut back and the guys are just 
awkwardly sitting and drinking as they wait for Claire. Then mm-hmm. he's just like, screw this. He's going to go, and he goes and knocks on her door. And then we see them frazzled get up from the bed. Claire fixes her hair and puts back on her jacket, which all she was wearing was a jacket and a bralette. So, I mean, come on now. And then oh Dale goodness. pretends he's going to hide in the closet, but then decides to just sit on a chair with his legs crossed, like all they did was sit and chat. Right. Which, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to sound crass, <laughs> but when he was like, when he like got him, was just like, I'm just going to be normal now. Like, I'm like, can you <laughs> like, easy's going to know <laughs> Like right. when he walks in, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. I just felt like I was like, it made should it we even, like hide behind a wall or something? <laughs> like, it made it more obvious that they were doing something they shouldn't have been when he sat in the chair. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the couch and made it look like you're sitting next to each other instead of having a business meeting. Right, like that. The whole thing, though, like I was like, oh my gosh, like how can how can you act like nothing was going on? Yeah. How can you? And just the and then the way that she's like, come on in, you know, to easy. But then she's like to deal. Uh, aren't you going to give me a hug? You know, and that was so awkward. Easy's face. Did you see his face <laughs> during the exchange? Easy's just like, what the. Heck? heck is happening right now but he's just like it was so subtle the raise of eyebrows that easy did (laughs) i loved it because easy was all of us in that moment like what the heck is happening i'm trying to be here but like honestly though what is happening and it's so awkward you can't walk away so easy's like i'm here i might as well just like stay yeah oh gosh i hated it i hate i hated all of it he he comes back to the guys. He's like, <laughs> and just sits down. I'm just like, Dale cannot keep it together. Someone needed to reach over and just punch him in the face, because I've never wanted to punch somebody on this show more than I wanted to punch him at that moment. Honestly, though, also he probably should have just gone to take a walk. Yeah, you know, or something. Calm down. Or go go calm down and then. <laughs> or because you know what you did. Just leave. Mm-hmm. You got what you came here for. You got your time and you got your makeout. It's probably best for you to just leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like something. He could have just, but I just feel like he could have taken a walk around the block, calmed down, you know, and then been like, hey, dudes. Yeah. yeah that took a while. Instead, he's already, he's still amped up sits down, you know, he's so yeah. giddy, he's so high off his time with Claire, can't find words, it's completely like he a stroke victim. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he just, they're like, what, what is this? It just made it worse. Yeah. It made it all so much worse. Mm-hmm. Blake says he got like 40 minutes. Ed said he got like an hour. And now all the other guys are like blowing through their time. And everyone's because cutting, each, everyone's cutting did- each other off. Yeah. Did you hear Claire, though, with the producer? Yeah, Claire says, can we hurry the rest of this along? Can we hurry the rest of them along? And then we that get- was strike, like, I, I don't know, I guess strike two of this episode for me with Claire was I was like, wow. So not only you canceled their group date, not only did you just spend an obscene amount of time with one dude, but now you're like, can we just crank through the rest of them? So clearly that was her not caring about that. No. Not at all. She could get cared less. And then we see, in a little bit, we see her talking to Kenny. 
Mm-hmm. And then Dale walks in the room and he's like, oh. Acts like he's completely surprised. Oh. And then he asked for more time and Claire said, yeah, can you like basically was like, hey, Kenny, get out of here. Yep. And then Kenny comes back and he is furious. And the rest of the guys furious because not only did he take it an hour, but then he goes back for more. And but the like I hated how he acted like he didn't know that someone was in there. Yeah. Like what? You can't just come in and be like, oh, oh man, oh man, I didn't know anybody was in here and I was just out walking. I was just walking and just what were you doing? Like just checking all the doors on the apartments. So, <laughs> like what? So Jason His lies were so stupid. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Jason goes and interrupts them this time. And he just, like, kind of, he's awkward, and he just kind of leaves. And then he goes and sits down and tries to be like, I came out of the bathroom, and I was just confused. And Riley's like, bullcrap. I was so glad Riley pointed, like, that he he gave him crap about that. Yeah. And he called him out. Because, like, no, just tell the truth. You went back for more time. Never has there ever been someone who lied about going back for more time. Because Dale just wants to be liked, but he also wants to be liked by Claire. So he can't handle the fact that the stuff that he's doing is going to make people not like him. Mm-hmm. So I'm he's like, like lying about it. And I, I just got turned around. It's like a maze here. Nobody else got lost, Dale. <laughs> and then Nora's like, the bathroom's right there. I saw you come out. Right. <laughs> like you <laughs> can't. Like, no. Dale just, you can he like, he got you... so dumb in this episode real quick. And then so then. Uh, eventually Claire comes back. She sits down for like a millisecond. Says bye. Gives Dale the group and sits down. Says hi. Gives Dale the group date rose and then leaves. She was like, "I'm gonna go to bed." Yeah. <laughs> and then they go back. They all go back to the to the main room where everyone kind of hangs out. And they lay into him again because he's deserved it every second. And then he says that he uh-huh. was best suited for her in that time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What was the line he said? Basically, I don't. I don't have it exactly down. I should have written it down. A quote. Because uh, I didn't write it down either, and I I rewound it too. And then obviously we see in the roast that they gave him a lot of crap about it. But I, yeah, like I was trying to figure out if he said that he was best suited, or he said like, he what was exactly best he for said her in that moment. Like in the moment, I guess of after what happened the night before, uh-huh. he was best suited to start. But the implication was that he was best suited for her in general. Yeah. And then I'm glad that they called that out. Yeah. I love the way Jason, (laughs) when Jason was like, I'm not going to listen to this crap. Come on. What are you saying? What are you saying? (laughs) Which I think that was the side that Jason was talking about last week in his like therapeutic date with Claire that he was like, (laughs) he's got, he's just got like a little edge to him. Mm hmm. And before, you know, Jason's like fun and yeah, but now we know he has some serious stuff. When he was giving Dale crap every time Dale tried to talk more, like I was like, ooh, I see how Jason can be kind of intimidating. Yeah. I see it now. He, there are some big stereotypes in the football community about types of players. Mm-hmm. Dale is a wide receiver and wide receivers are divas. Mm-hmm. They get what they want. They feel like they're the best. And they don't feel like anyone should be in their way and they should get the ball at all times. Offensive linemen are gritty, man. 
they are gritty and they are dangerous. And they're like, so is Jason an offensive lineman? Yeah. Wow. So they really are like, they really are the personalities of their positions. That, that, and I think that there was some, and skill, skill guys like get a lot of attention in terms of media Uh as well. So I think that there was a lot of inner, you're a wide, you're a skill player and I'm just the offensive lineman in that frustration. Because in offensive linemen, they like to like they're they're maulers. They're the ones shoving people at the front, knocking people okay. over. Yeah. So I think that he that offensive lineman side of him came out a little bit in terms of his aggression. Man, because I like how it was aggressive, but he still said it with a smile on his face. He still said it like he was joking, you know. Right. But when somebody's joking aggressively, it's super intimidating. Like, I don't know, because if you if you if you smile while you're trying to call somebody out, like I I always feel like I'm like, that's that's when somebody is really nailing it. Mm-hmm. And Jason was like, I'm I'm going to freaking I'm not going to let you get away with this. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm say what you're trying to say. Yeah. And Dale's just trying to wiggle his way out of it and seem all like. And what was with Dale in the speeches this episode, though? Why did Dale feel like he needed to say things? Because he knew what was happening. He saw they saw he saw the hatred for him creeping in, mm-hmm. and he had to, he felt like he had to say something to try to get people on his side ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it just made it worse though, dude. Yeah, let's get just in, made it worse. Let's get into the one on one. Who Zach J Zach and Claire. Go on there. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna call him Zach J. He's Zach today. Okay. Zach, because there's only one now, so might as well. Yeah. Might as well get used <laughs> to it. Uh, Zach <laughs> and Claire go on their date, and they're gonna have a spa day. And Zach does not. Zach and I would be the same person here. I don't feel comfortable with that kind of thing. I don't really have any interest in people touching my feet. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird date. Like I think I could. I think I could enjoy it, but not necessarily with someone I'm just getting to know. Which goes I just feel, I feel like if it's, especially if you're ticklish, which I feel bad for him about that, but like, if you, like, that's the kind of thing that you sit and you like are getting a massage or something, a pedicure with somebody that you already know so that you can like hang out with them and talk. This is like, they're actually still getting to know each other. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's already awkward because he's ticklish and he's trying to focus, you know, and it's just not, it made the vibe weird. Claire said his vibe was stressing her out. Yeah. And he, I mean, it was just, there was so much of this was, it wasn't Dale. Right. Yeah. When she's talking about him, Zach, and then it's like, I just wish Dale was here. So I think that made it worse. I think he could tell that she wasn't enjoying it. So then yeah. he, and that's where I think when his excited energy went to nervous energy, mm-hmm. because he was clearly noticed that she was not a fan of what was happening. And because and he wasn't comfortable too. He, they both were uncomfortable. Yeah. And the guys back at the house were like, anything can happen. Like, they're like, well, Zach's ready for it. Zach's in love with Claire, you know? They're yeah. like, but if. Um, she could send him home or she could, you know, yada, yada, yada. So, like, clearly Zach was really into Claire. Mm-hmm. And and what happens when you're really into a girl? You get nervous, yeah. you know? 
same thing happens when we're in a dude's like we just get nervous yeah. so the energy changes mm-hmm. um but and it, it doesn't it's already hard enough like when you're getting your feet rubbed if you're ticklish yeah i mean so i feel like i'd be fine but like if my feet were ticklish i'd be miserable yeah so, I, I wouldn't they would be no part him. of this date that i enjoy yeah but yeah i think she was definitely giving off the vibe that like she didn't really care that he was there yeah for sure uh, we cut to, we go back to their date. Oh, hold on. Sorry, I missed something. Uh, Zach, Jason, and Chasen are talking in the pool about, and they seem to imply that there are guys talking about whether or not they talked before the season. Yeah, which that was, I was wondering how that, how that got in the house or how that rumor started circulating. I think they, they were trying, they were scrounging for a reason for her Mm -hmm. to be this obsessed with him already. And they probably had Mm -hmm. a lot of theories floating around, but because that was a theory that the producers wanted to push, that's the conversation they showed. And so that's probably how it got leaked out to us Mm -hmm. because they were just trying to think about anything possible. Yeah. Um, Because like the producers say that like she's already, she swears on a lot of things that are sacred that she had never had any contact with Dale. So, I think it is that she's just quickly obsessive. <laughs> and then even if she didn't talk, but she spent the last four months following him on every social media, mm-hmm. looking at everything he does, Googling him. And then she, you can become obsessed with someone that way. Mm-hmm. And because he's trying to show up there with his best foot forward, everything that she thought about him was true. Yeah. And she zeroed in though. No, she, yeah. no for sure. But uh, they get they get okay. So that was the section that kind of they kind of cut back to the guys for this, and then they go back to the date. Uh, Dale and sorry Zach and Claire are hanging out in the pool. Claire's just Claire's just not having it. Like she she spends a spends an entire basically segment comparing everyone to Zach. I mean everyone to Dale, wishing Dale was there trying her best to take focus on the date. She can't, obviously, but she tries, or at least she pretends to try. She's not a good pretender. No, she's not. She's not a good pretender. Because, like, when she's done, she's done. Mm-hmm. So when she's like, I'm going to go get ready for dinner now, you know, like yeah. they were talking, and all of a sudden she's like, there's my dog, you know? <laughs> like, right. Okay. And like I said, she does the same thing. I said this in our loss episode last week. Um, she just she kind of does the same thing with Dale, though, even though she really loves Dale or likes Dale or whatever. But like when Dale's actually talking, like she cuts him off mm-hmm. and she'll just be like, you're so perfect. Can I just kiss you? Like, it's it's so weird. Like anything of of like depth or something. She just gets so distracted by her own what she wants to do and say that she's just like. I don't care. Yeah. So she uh, just comes off as rude. But yeah. She was over that date and she was just like, I'm just going to go, go get ready for dinner now. And then she, so this, I, I want to see what you thought about this. She leans in to kiss him. I watched this f- four times. He uh-huh. doesn't lean away, Same. but he doesn't lean in. Right. And then I guess, I don't know what forced her to react that way. So, 
Uh, okay, so I yeah I don't know. I I watched it like at least three or four times too, and then when I texted you <laughs> yesterday morning, and I was like, "What's happening with Zach?" Um, so at first I was like, "Whoa, did she see something?" You know, or did she? Did something happen all of a sudden that she just was like flinched and like, you know, took took herself back? Um, and so then when I rewound it again, I was like, "So what got awkward in that moment that she leaned in?" And so I think when I had watched it for like the fourth or fifth time, when she leaned in for the kiss, it was like, she was like, I'm to me, at least, I think she was like, I'm going to try to fake liking you so that, you know, I'm just going to at least try to kiss you and he'll probably kiss me back and it'll be fine. We'll go to dinner. But then when he didn't lean in, she suddenly like, you, you know how we saw last week how Claire does not take it well when people don't step up and she doesn't feel like they're giving her attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she like immediately shut down. Okay. Like when he didn't lean in, she was like, whoa, whoa. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm, I just made a fool of myself, you know? So, yeah, but that. then instead of letting her go, he reached for her, but where he grabbed her was the mistake because when he put his hand up, like by her neck and was like, Hey, wait, wait, wait. You know? Um, I think that's what, what set her off. And like what she was saying is that she has had like a background in abusive relationships. I don't know how the extent of that abuse. Yeah. And so I don't want to like belittle that abuse, but like there are triggers. Um, and so I can see how that could be a slight trigger for someone who had experienced a form of physical abuse in a relationship mm-hmm. or aggression. Um, I also can see how <clears throat> like me being a woman who hasn't experienced someone like abusing her, I can see how I would be uncomfortable though with a man grabbing me, like to hold me, like, you know, to not let me go to be like, Hey, wait, you know, right. because if I want to go, I want to go, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and at first I felt bad for it. And, and I still do feel bad for him um, in a way. But I do think that that was a mistake, the way he mm. grabbed her. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. It was just, and, it was just bad. Yeah. And, and then when he went after her again, you know, trying to get her to come back. And he was just trying to salvage the moment. <laughs> Yeah, and I really do think that he was he was legitimately confused. He was like, "Oh my gosh, wait, she doesn't think that I wanted to kiss her, but he he just didn't move." I guess he I don't know if it was a delayed reaction or if he was like unsure that she actually did want to kiss him or something, but he didn't he didn't move, you know? And and so when he didn't move, he then overreached, mm-hmm. then making it uncomfortable. He tried to yeah, over, he tried to I, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of like, even if somebody like, even if a guy is like hugging me and won't let me go, you know, and I, and I know that that guy's not gonna like hurt me. I'm not a fan of like being, not being like, okay, like let me out, right? (laughs) you know? No, I get it. So yeah. So I can, I can see how it just created an altogether weird situation. Yeah. Uh, Straight up downhill. She leaves from that point and he leaves to go get ready. We see her holding her dogs and crying on her floor and saying that she was, um, she was upset and she was triggered by the situation. 
and then we see him sitting and waiting for dinner. I'm just like, he's, she's not coming and he's going home. Nope. And then I, I, think, I don't think I thought he was going to go home, though. But like, I think if he I thought that he was going to gonna be sent back to the resort. No, Claire, I don't think Claire changes her mind on something like that. I think she was done with him by that point. She was triggered, and that means he had to go. And so that's that's why I'm just not used to Claire. I'm not used to have somebody like that in this lead position being like, nope, I'm over it, done. And I think that it really does stem from also just wanting to get one more down so I can get to Dale. Well, I mean, you know? that's kind of what happened. She with- had already checked out on their date. Yeah. Well, what ha- that's the same thing that happened with Brandon, where an honest confusion and poor done being poorly done by his thing, anyone else would have been like, okay, well, that was really bad, but maybe I'll give you a second chance. And she goes, no, you're gone. See ya. Yeah. Like, that. that's where I'm like, Claire, I don't understand you. And then Like, I- you can't even have a conversation with somebody. I, I feel like I would have liked to have seen her at least talk to Zach. Yeah. You know, and been like, hey, this is this is not okay. You I know, felt, to at least explain, like, don't ever do that to a woman. Here's what she might be feeling. Yeah. I felt so bad for him when I saw Chris walk up. Yeah. And then Chris sits down, and then Chris gives Zach time to explain what happened. Mm-hmm. He goes, it was just a misunderstanding. I was just trying, basically what he said was, I was just trying to show her I liked her. It was just a mistake. Yeah. I, I still don't know that he knew it was about the way he grabbed her. I don't think he knew what happened. He was just trying to say, I, that's why I think he said it was a misunderstanding. I said it back. He was a misunderstanding, not a mistake. Because I think yeah. he was so confused about what happened. He yeah. Because like, he thought she was hurt that he didn't kiss her or like go in for the kiss. Right. Like yeah. I saw, I think it was Tyler C tweeted something like, she went 90, you didn't go 10. <laughs> So, but like the grab was too much, you know, like that's when it's, yeah. And I mean, it's already a fragile thing. Yeah. You go in to kiss somebody and they don't try to kiss you back. And then you're like, and then they grab you. And then it's like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know. There must've been a lot of, yeah. Like you never know. You never know what somebody's trigger is. And so that's why dudes have to be careful with the grab, how they grab a woman, even if they think that they're just like joking, you know, but like that to me though. I did feel bad for him because I was like, I don't think he understands. No, I, he probably didn't even realize that he had grabbed her like near her neck, you know, or held her firmly. Yeah, you know the way that he did. I think he was just legitimately like, wait, hang on, you know, like tell me what's wrong. Um, and she just, I mean, she shut down though. Yeah. Like she was like, no. Uh, Chris was basically like, I'm sorry, but you, you, you gotta go. And he, I, I was surprised. I. I felt bad for him, but I wasn't surprised. I'm just like, this is based on what I knew about Claire from three, two and a half episodes of Claire. I'm just like, he's gone. Like he's given, she, she gave people who did a lot less, a lot less string. Yeah. What Brandon did compared to what he did was very different. And he, she shipped him out as fast as she could. So I'm just like, he's gone. I mean, he actually like triggered her. Yeah. He never had as soon as he pulled her neck in once, he was done. Mm-hmm. And I really did think that um I did think that it was it was gonna be okay. Uh but it wasn't. Yeah. My laptop battery's dying. 
Didn't you grab your charger? Yeah, I did, but now I gotta plug it in. But, um, so... I mean, it was... It kind of sucked what happened. Someone came in and grabbed his suitcase. And he left. Yep. Like, that was it. That was it. Oh, gosh. I just can't, though. That was insane, the way that went down. Yeah. And then we head to the second group date, which is the rest of the guys. And and then the rest of the guys are excited because Dale isn't there for Mm -hmm. now. But we go ahead and we get the, uh, we get the date card for the second, we go ahead and start the second group date. Uh, it was a, it was a roast, which I always enjoy roast. I think those are a lot of fun. And it was hosted by Margaret Cho. I, I didn't really yeah. recognize her. But How do you feel about Margaret Cho? I don't think I don't have, I don't have feelings about Margaret Cho. I don't think I really know who she is. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> She didn't seem particularly some some kind of comedy that I would have enjoyed from that. She just seems like kind of whatever about it. Yeah, she's kind of I don't know. I like I remember growing up watching her one of her shows on ABC. I think she had I don't remember what it was called, the Margaret Cho Show, maybe. <laughs> <That's> creative. <laughs> but I I remember I remember she was she was funny, um, but I don't know. But whatever, it's who they got in quarantine. <laughs> I mean, she was probably sitting in L.A. bored out of her mind. Right, right. Do, so. so she might as well go host a group date. So, I don't know. But we, basically, she says that they're going to do a roast and the rest of the guys are going to be in the audience. Which everyone's like, which means Dale is here. And it's just like a... Oh my gosh. Like, when they found out that Dale was going to be there, like, the look of disappointment. Yeah. Like, that was so sad. <laughs> like they literally were just like oh, okay so we thought we got away from Dale and turns out we didn't Yeah, but I mean they clearly used this date to their advantage mm-hmm. which was to rip into Dale every person and rip they did I mean and I did not expect the Ribbing ring ringleader to be your man Bennett. I love how Bennett was like, Bennett wasn't even trying to be funny. Like, Bennett was like, I'm just gonna lay it down straight. Like, I don't even care. And Easy's reactions were so great to Bennett's jokes. Like, Easy, his commentary on the way that uh, Dale reacted. And when he's like, you know, something hurts when like they get that little like squinty look on their. Mm-hmm. And they're laughing. He's like, and then there's like a little tear. You know, he's like, you know that it got him, and that got him. And got honestly, him. Dale was the easiest target because everyone hated him. So you knew you were going to get a laugh when you just said something mean about Dale. Oh, oof. that was rough. And uh, that was a rough time. But yeah, Bennett, Bennett really did rip in. Said he looked like the boa constrictor from the Jungle Book. <laughs> he said. He said that um, he thought that he was, Dale thought that he was the the best suited for Claire, but he's like, uh, you know, do me a favor and stop by my chateau for some fashion tips. <laughs> <laughs> like that one I thought was funny. Yeah, that, that was, was legit. Like I was like, that was a good one. Um, but I, oh gosh, I wish I had written down the rest of what he said about him. No. I was worried though. Were you worried about Bennett when he started to get into that territory? I mean, I knew it was... I even wrote back to my notes at the end of the segment. That's going to come back. It's going to come back yeah. up. 
I was worried because it is the equivalent of when the girls have a two on one or like a guy has the two on one, you know, but like when somebody goes back and they're like, so-and-so is like this in the house, you know, and whoever's yeah. like reports the trash reports, the gossip mm-hmm. is usually put on a two on one. They usually get sent home. And in that moment, I felt like if a two on one happened next week, it'd be like Bennett and Dale and Bennett would probably be sent home, obviously, because she's not going <laughs> to, he's not going to outlast Dale. No. Um, but yeah, so I was worried. I was worried about Bennett standing, uh, especially when Claire was like, I'm going to talk to Bennett first. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to send him home. <laughs> well, let's, before we start the cocktail party, we, we cut back to the house and Dale and Easy are talking. And he's yeah. just like, you know, basically he's like, you know why we did that to you. They did that to you, right? Mm-hmm. And Dale's like, yeah, I need to be better at recognizing. These dogs are really excited about the bachelorette. <laughs> but basically what he said was, yeah, I need to ease off. Like, I'm being a little much, and I need to take it back. And he's like, I just, we just want you to put yourself in other people's shoes and respect us as well as her. And I, I, that was a part where I did think Dale got points because he, it was very mature the way he was like, I deserve it, rightfully so. Yeah. You know, the way that I handled myself the other night, he's like, yeah, no, dude, I deserved and, it. And I respect that because Dale never got mad. He took no. every, even in the date, it didn't even take him time to process it. Even during the date, he's like, I deserve every shot that I'm taking. Yeah. And so that is what makes, I like, because I never dislike Dale. I got mad at him this episode for sure. And there the moments where I'm like, oh gosh, Dale, maybe Dale does suck, you know? Yeah. But I don't think Dale sucks. I think Dale's just like super into this girl and she's super into him. And he's like, Ooh. like, oops. Sorry, yeah. not sorry, but at the same time, I want friends. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it doesn't help that he's like this really good looking dude yeah. <laughs> who just smiles all of the time. And they're probably like, just look at him. <laughs> <laughs> so so this I, is... who was it, Riley? When Riley was like, Dale, Dale's cool. <laughs> Dale's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Dale's, Dale's a good guy, but. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we so. we cut back to the date itself, and clearly the only person who can't take shots at Dale is Claire, who pulls Ben oh, aside first, and it leads, as I put it, date after date after date. That's exclusively about conversation after conversation. That's exclusively about Dale. That was freaking painful. And every conversation that. is like, so what did he say about being the best suited for me? Or like, mm-hmm. man, you took some shots, mostly a Dale. What's that about? And it was every conversation. That was so ridiculous. No, it was it was horrible. And then, and then somebody said, I don't remember who it was. I don't think I wrote it down. And somebody said, raise your hand if you think that you this date improved your relationship with Claire in any way. Mm-hmm. And nobody. Yeah, I forgot who that was, but yeah. And nobody's hand went up because it mm-hmm. wasn't about them. It was because they all basically, I think they all used the best suited line probably in their roast because Mm -hmm. they're all doing it separately. So they don't know what anyone else Mm -hmm. is doing. And who was it? Ben. Ben said he specifically only made like one joke, one or two jokes about Dale. And the rest of his stuff was like roasting the other guys. And she picked out the one joke that he said and was like, 
Wow. You took some shots at Dale. Yeah, he, he <laughs> Her said, opening line on every sit down. He said, I had 47 jokes and I had one about Dale. And that's the only one she wanted to talk about. Yep. Like, if that doesn't show you the truth about the way that she's dealing with this situation, I don't know what does. Because, like, you could say, like, with Bennett, Bennett, all of his jokes were about Dale. If you talk to a dude who made one joke about Dale and was up there with 47 other jokes and she zeroed on the one joke about Dale, that's ridiculous. I mean, how many guys that said, I don't really want to talk about that? I was really glad about the way that Bennett, like, said that, too. Um because he already got screwed over last week uh-huh. when, um, oh my gosh, what happened? When she got mad, oh. the other guys didn't want to talk to her. So she yeah. went and flamed them and then talked to Dale. Yeah. So he already got screwed over then. Yeah. And so this date, he was like, I'm going to get quality time. I'm not going to talk about Dale. And then she goes in, starts talking about Dale. And I love the way he like, kindly but firmly was like I already gave him a lot of airtime during my jokes and I kind of just want this time to be about me and you yeah like I I was like I'm glad he redirected what did she do when he said that she completely ignored the fact that he said Mm -hmm. I want this to be about me and you completely rudely ignored that and was like yeah but like, I was like, wow, if something, if something doesn't blatantly say, I do not care about you, then that, I don't know what does. Yeah. But that was clearly like, I don't care. I don't care that you don't want to talk about Dale. I want to talk about Dale. And then when whoever said, uh, whoever said that anyone's relationship be improved tonight. And mm-hmm. then Bennett was like, I mean, and Bennett tried to defend her. It was like, maybe she's just he did, yeah. focused on Dale because we all roasted Dale. So let's <laughs> give her some credit. And then she comes and sits down and said that she didn't get what she needed tonight. And nobody got a rose. And we'll Bennett's talk- face when that happened, though. I and- feel like Bennett was like, girl, I tried to defend you. <laughs> And then we'll talk about this date. We'll talk about this convers- uh, this interview in a little bit. But Nick Vile had the executive of alternative programming mm-hmm. from ABC on Rob Mills on his podcast. And basically Rob says, this was when we knew we had to get rid of her. Because she not only didn't give the rose to them or one of them, she gave the rose to herself. For showing up. For showing up. And what was all the other stuff? For being like being strong and showing her truth. Like all you did was listen to someone and then all you did was show someone listen to someone roast somebody you like and then talk exclusively about him and then decide to leave. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything. My my favorite though, and I can't remember if she said this because when she was walking with uh, the producer and Margaret, first she told Margaret, like, wow, that's like some hostility. Like, wow, they really, they're just all about joking about Dale, you know. Um, and Margaret, of course, not knowing the situation in the house is like, yeah, that was, that was especially Bennett's, like, that was hostile, you know. Yeah. Um, Which it, it was but, a little bit. Right. But then when she, when they're walking back and she says something else to them when, um, you know, she just can't let it go. The fact that, you know, they were just really just uh, laying in a deal. Man. So, but my favorite, though, was that 
when she was walking with those producers? Was it after her date that she says this? It was after she left. When she is like, what am I supposed to do? Be like, it's okay that you just like laid into my fiance or something. I have it in capital letters. Her fiance. She's like Lauren Zima. Okay. If you guys don't watch Roses and Rose. (laughs) Okay. Like I freaking love Lauren Zima. Love her hosting this. Her reaction to her saying my fiance like sitting on the couch is like one of the funniest things. I just need to like see, I need to find like a GIF or something and post it. It is one of the funniest things ever because she's literally like, what's happening? Right. Like it's ridiculous. How is he her fiance? Like, does he know he's her fiance? <laughs> right. That's the like, question. Does- <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> like what? When she's like, it's like not okay. Am I supposed to just be okay with you? Like ripping into my fiance like that? No. And, like, her attitude, how are the producers not, like, girl, you crazy? Like, you're losing your mind. How are they not, how are they not stopping her? No, it's, it's crazy. Or, you it's know, ridiculous. I, I guess if I was a producer, I'd let her say it, and I'd be like, do you guys get that? <laughs> I was, I was just like, oh, that's when I knew it's like, this season's over. What was your reaction, though, when you heard her say that? I just, I'm just like, I... I was already so defeated with her Uh that it didn't even make an impact on me. (laughs) Cause I, dude, I was like, what is happening right now? The fact that I I reacted the same way. I think to when I saw Peter keep Victoria F after that, after the explosive hometown, I'm just like, oh, sure. Oh, gosh. I'm just like, sure. Why not? I mean, at this point, who cares? Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that terrible hometown, and he was still like, <laughs> you can stay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Freaking Peter. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, do you want to share what you, what was your what was your response when we were talking about uh about Claire and Peter. Okay, so last week on the lost episode, <laughs> I said, and I tweeted this out, and I also saw that I also said this on the on the podcast that we recorded. I said, Claire and Peter are the same, but Claire is somehow worse because while she's doing what she's doing poorly, she thinks she's doing it well. Peter did what he did confused, but Claire mm-hmm. did what she did poorly, but also thinking she was doing a great job. And this time I decided no. She's worse than Peter because she's blatantly and obviously doing whatever she wants. As as Chris said in his interview about this about this season, Claire wanted this entire Claire made this entire season about what Claire wanted to do, what uh-huh. Claire wanted, what Claire needed, and at sure the very did. end, Claire said, "This is not about anyone else. This is about me." And Joseph is like I said, Joseph bad. I don't like him. But the things he said about them being there for her, but her also being there for them was absolutely true because she doesn't act like that. She doesn't act like no, she doesn't. It's like she completely misses the fact that the fact that they are yeah that this is a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like they're supposed to be because yeah she gets so gung ho about them being there for her. If they don't show interest in her, they're out. If they don't, you know 
snap, you know, and act like little puppies around her, she's like, what's wrong? Yeah. You know, if they don't lean in for a kiss, she's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, yeah. I, when she said the fiance line, though, whoa. I was like, do, do you remember that you're on TV, Claire? Like, do you remember? Are you new here? Her, right. question, her question to the guys about being, you know, I don't know why they're mad about about me liking Dale. You know, are you new here? Right. No, no, Claire. Are you new? No, are but, you remembering that all of these things are being recorded? What you said, like the freaking Nixon tapes and Watergate. Right. <laughs> like this stuff is going to come back at you real fast. Uh, We we see Kenny at the very end. He basically says. She's focused on Dale. There's nothing else we can do. We might as well just leave. Mm-hmm. And then we see things continue to devolve and we do everything. We see everything that we, basically everything but the oldest bachelorette ever that we were promised in the in the promos seems to happen next week. Ooh, so I'm, I'm very so excited, excited for next week. And the final scene is Tasha coming up out of the water and coming out of the pool. Which I'm just like, I saw a tweet that said, Tasha was in the pool this whole time. Girl, get in here sooner. I'm just like, that's funny, though. <laughs> I shared on our Instagram, um, it was a Betches tweet that had, uh, it was like, Tasha has now entered the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh, though. Like, the world, I think the Bachelor Nation world felt a great sense of relief when we saw Tasha coming up out of that water. It was like, we're going to get somebody good. We're going to get somebody who's seen, who has the eyes of a Disney princess, you know, Absolutely. like she's just so wonderful. I love Tasha. She's great. I grow a crush on Tasha. Like How she's you know? amazing. So it's going to be so good, but I just really hope, that they give her a justified season. Yes. That I it's not some crap. Because like, we're still going to be keeping up with Claire mm-hmm. in some way. And this season is still going to be tied to Claire. So I don't want that to overshadow what Tasha has. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I hope that they give her the respect that she deserves. I hope that they give her the airtime and the room to find love like she deserves. I'm fingers crossed. I hope that that's why the season was pushed back until October. Like maybe they were filming more episodes. You know, have you heard anything on that front? They Rob Mills on his said on his, on the podcast that they are planning to start Matt James's season on January 4th. Yeah, so we and so, have, but I mean, like, I mean, with the Bachelorette season starting on, on Tuesdays and it was in October when we thought it was going to be, like, in September, I'm just hoping that, like, Tasha got a full season. Well, that I'm my my concern is that she can get at most eight weeks because we're yeah. already at November. So if yeah. she doesn't even start her season, the next episode is November 5th. So we have to finish up Claire Drama. So mm-hmm. she can't even start her portion until November 12th. And if they're planning to start Matt James's on the 4th, let's do the math. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven weeks. That's the most Tasha we can have is seven weeks. And that's if they go all the way 
through the week of Christmas. Which yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday the 24th, Christmas Eve, is a Tuesday. See, and that's what, uh, sorry. like, no, I just Thursday, don't want sorry, them to bad. screw her out of, you know, like, everybody's really pumped for Tasha. We want Tasha to find love. We love Tasha. It should have been Tasha to begin with, you know? Yeah. That's what sucks, is it should have freaking been Tasha to begin with, but they were so hell-bent on not, like, going against the grain because they got so much crap about people being too young, which Tasha is what? How old is she? She is 30. Okay. So, like, that's such an awesome middle-of-the-road relatable. I say middle-of-the-road like she's middle-aged. She's not middle-aged. But, like, that's, like, for, you know, I feel like young younger people in their 20s can relate to Tasha. Like, me being 33 can totally relate to Tasha. You know, she's, like, a good centrist option for meeting yeah. every mm-hmm. single pinpoint, you know, that they that they needed. But yet they had to reach all the way freaking back 80 years ago to get clear. And now look where we're at. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It should have been Tasha the whole time. And so I just really want, I don't want her to have to feel like, or I don't want us to feel gypped out of like seeing Tasha find love. I don't want it to be like, you know, I don't want it to be like a rush, a rush process. Because then, like, your odds of finding love is less than if you're, you know, just thrown into mm-hmm. this whole thing. And the whole thing about, like, people wanting to see an engagement, you know, or wanting to see, like, that, oh, my goodness, she found her soulmate kind of thing. Like, I feel like it's, at, you know, the the odds of ending with, hey, let's just date and see and find out are, like, yeah. getting higher the more we just, like, keep this going on with Claire. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Yeah, it really does. So. I don't know. I don't know. I was really hoping. I was really hoping that they were like. That they have more in store for Tasha. Me too. Uh, so so that was our recap. Of last week's episode. It was a crazy one. It was crazy mm-hmm. from start to finish. And I'm happy that it happened. Like, it was a good episode. Like, it was incredibly frustrating and infuriating, but I, it was a good episode. I'm just done being, I'm done being frustrated. I'm just tired. I'm tired now. Claire makes me tired. Me too. I just want her out of there. But yeah, we're going to have to experience two more hours of her probably. freaking out, probably. I am excited, though. I forgot that JoJo was coming. Yes, that'll be fun. I'm very excited that JoJo is going to be replacing Chris Harrison for a bit. Why did she? Why did that have to happen? Uh, he was taking his son to college. The, like Lauren Zima on Nick Vile's podcast says that he was there was no reason he would he there's no chance he was not taking his son to college, and this mm-hmm. should have been in a in a break. They should have been in mid editing for Paradise, mm, and he okay. basically said, "I'm not going to not take my son to college." Like that makes sense. Deal with it. Yeah. So I'm like I love JoJo. So the fact that JoJo. Is going to be there as our guide and Tasha will be the bachelorette. Like I'm, I'm so thrilled. Yes, I'm so thrilled, but I, I'm just, I'm eager to see how the guys take it. I'm eager to see how, like, how do you switch gears from liking? Cause clearly some of these guys really like Claire, but I think that they were so done with her by the end and they're welcoming someone else. And how can you not like yeah. love Tasha? How can, yeah, you can't. 
It won't be a problem. No. She'll be so great. No. But uh, I'm so excited for her. Yes, I'm very excited. So next episode is on Thursday because of the election. So we'll figure mm-hmm. out. We'll let you guys know in terms of how we're doing next week's episode. So just keep an eye out for that. And the best way to keep an eye out for that is to subscribe so that you don't miss it. So you can subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us currently. Because all, yeah. all those places have options for subscriptions. But let's get into some news. Ooh, so news, we, news, news. So, is, that our, is that our song? <laughs> that's, that's the theme song. So, <laughs> Just me being like, ooh, <laughs> news, news, news. <laughs> uh, as we've talked about, mentioned a few times, Rob Mills was on Nick Viles' The Vile Files this week. I forced Ernie to listen to it because it was really good. I did, and I did like it. I'm not gonna lie, I did enjoy it. Um, then, it's still, I've still got to get used to him being a podcast host, though. Yeah, I, I have a uh, article here from Us Magazine on eight things that they learned. I'm just gonna talk about a couple of the ones that ones that actually like matter. Apparently, Claire insisted Dale be on group dates. Uh, Nick comments that he specifically did not give his eventual winner Vanessa the group the first impression rose to make sure that she was part of early group dates. Yeah, which I thought that was very interesting, the strategy that one has to go through and build in order to keep their person around. Yeah. Uh, He talked, they talk about uh, Zach J and uh, she, he says that she really was trying on that date. The chemistry wasn't there and it was just that awkward moment with the kiss it reads aggressive, as she said. I was triggered by that, whether he meant it or not. So Rob seems to think that, and I'm assuming that that's coming from cameramen and producers who were on set. Yeah. Who seemed to think that she was really trying, and then it was just like a bad situation. So I'll give her I don't buy that she was trying, though. I don't either, but at least someone there seemed to think, because they're not going to be nice to her now. So someone yeah. there seemed to think that she was trying. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. Uh, and then something else, it says the moment they knew Claire had to go, and it was when she didn't give a, root, a group date rose out, and said when she didn't, he said, quote, when she didn't give out that rose, and she just gave it to herself, that was it. That was really it when we started making the call to replace her. So I'm just so interested to see how this goes down. Like, if she, if they got to that point where they were like, hey, you need to go, or if she's like, listen, I got a cut and I'm going to go to Dale. You um, know, like, I'm just, there's so, there's two different ways that this can go. And man, she wanted to be the bachelorette so bad. Yeah. She had to wait so long. A freaking global pandemic broke out. And she, and right now I'm like, she ruined it. Yeah. She ruined it. And this last note, Ernie, is specifically for you. He <laughs> says, Mills said Bennett secured his spot on the beach if Bachelor Paradise returns. He's I the, did hear that. He is one I of those did guys hear thinks, that. God, I hope we can figure out a way to make Paradise happen. We'll have four to go from between Peter, Claire, Matt, and whoever the next Bachelorette is. We could just go all summer. Now that we figure out the, bubble, the bubbles for Bachelor and Bachelorette, Paradise is next. Then it would be great on there. Mm-hmm. See, and that's like when he said that, though, I was like, okay, so is that a giveaway that obviously his chances with Tasia are not happening then? 
you know? I mean, like when he's, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I was like, was that a spoiler that, like, yeah, he's not going to be around long? I don't know, but. I think what he's saying is he did enough to become a person that people want to see on the beach, so therefore he mm-hmm. ends up on the beach. Hash Bennett. He's just so great. I love his glasses, love his run, love his hair. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so priceless. And then our other article that I want to talk about is about basically over the over the since Tuesday, Claire has liked some tweets on social media suggesting that Bachelor producers kind of pushed her out of the show in terms of the lead position. Dude, she needed to be pushed out, though. Let's no, be real. For sure. And then She really botched this. Yeah. And then someone asked Chris, Entertainment Tonight, asked Chris about these this cryptic messages from Claire. And he says, quote, I would just say she has complete control. For a few weeks, this season of The Bachelorette was completely about Claire. It's all about Claire. And she will decide where we go from here. It's totally, completely up to her. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. They've like, like I, I'm just so excited to see what brings him to the point where he's like, I've done been doing this for 18 years and I've never experienced this. You've just blown up the bachelorette. Yeah. Like, is it her saying she's leaving? Is it them saying here's an ultimatum? Yeah. It's, I'm very interested to see what happens, but unfortunately we will have to wait two more extra days than we normally do for this. We season. will, but it's okay because it's election day, like you said, and everybody should go out and make sure you vote, vote, yes, vote, vote. The, the two hours that you normally spend dedicated to the bachelorette on Tuesday, you should spend uh, obviously earlier because if you get there at seven, you will not be able to vote. Yeah. I was like, the polls will be closed and you will have missed it. <laughs> but well, I guess it. Yeah, wherever wherever you are, the polls close at 7, so make sure you get out there during the daytime or unless you voted already, in which case me and Ernie are big, big instigators of civic engagement, so make sure you go out yes. and get there to vote. We'll be so proud of you. Yes, I don't <laughs> care who you vote for. Just make sure you vote. It's important. Right, right. Just make sure your voice is heard. And then the next over the next couple of days after that, you can hear our voices as we give you the analysis absolutely of how all of this goes down finally yes. i am so i'm so ready for it to change now me too exhausting well ernia or Marty, it's been a pleasure you just call me ernia i did and then i fixed it to her and Marty. but like our hernia thanks for pointing it out but <laughs> make sure you follow us on tiktok at right underscore reasons underscore pod Follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod and Instagram on Podcasting for the Right Reasons. And make sure mm-hmm. you go subscribe. And if you also want to go on iTunes and rate and review, and then you can just let us know how much you love us. Yeah, and also take some time, comment on comment on our post. Let us know this week. Um, let us know this week, like how I guess what are what are the odds for Dale and Claire? Do you think that they're soulmates? Or do you think they break up? Like by the final rose. <laughs> no, I think final rose is gonna be awkward, and we're gonna be like experiencing uh, another like, um, well, not a Jason Mesnick thing, but like you know, something awkward where they're like, yeah, no, it didn't work out. 
or are they going to be like, we're married and we have a baby already? I think they'll be together, but I think, I don't know if they'll make it. I, I can't, I can't decide. I haven't seen enough of them to decide, but I think they'll still be together when the season ends because they can't let, like, I think that even if they're unhappy, they'll force themselves to be together. Cause like, we can't blow up the season and then be broken up before the season is over. Like how crazy would that, that be, would be if after all of this, Claire's like, yeah, no, it wasn't him. Yeah. All right. <sighs> I have dinner ready to go. So, Ernie, (laughs) I will see you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.